Yo! Random Ignorance Podcast. I'm your host, Savage the Great. I hope you guys are doing well on this nice, beautiful day. So check this out, man. I'm diving into a topic that was a hot button issue the last couple of days on the timeline. And it is the king of R&B debate. Now, how this got started, a singer named Jacques, he signed to Birdman. If you ever see pictures of Birdman and it's a guy that looked like Lil Wayne, but it's not Lil Wayne, that's probably Jacques, right? So the king of R&B, he put out a video on Instagram or something stating that he was the king of R&B. Now, the whole R&B community got up in arms. Everybody got up in arms. Usher, uh, Trey Songs. Who else was it? Uh, motherfucking Jay Holiday. They mistook him for a valet during his video. He's on the video talking about how he's a king of R&B. And some young woman says, hey, are you valet? And he says, no, baby, I'm not valet. Valet don't wear Gucci jackets. Nigga, don't post that video. Unless you were going live and somebody recorded it, then okay. But if you were victim to that, don't post that video in your king of R&B debate, right? Now, in Jacquez's post, he said of this generation. But the general public, they pretty much took it as everybody so you start hearing motherfuckers say well what about r kelly r kelly's not included and as good as r kelly is his legacy is tainted his legacy is tainted from those sex allegations people you can't play r kelly at a goddamn party no more you can't you can't unless it's some old people and it's stepping in the name of love or something but this generation you can't play it you can't play it in no commercial you can't play it in the tv shows R. Kelly is working the clubs and he's getting all the aunties and shit out. But he, R. Kelly, he's he's done. He's done. He's probably worse than Cosby, bruh. Because, nah, I'm not going to say worse than Cosby. I'm not going to say worse than Cosby. Because Cosby's fall from grace was fucking insane. Cosby was the, the pillar of hope for black community and fell so fucking hard and so fast. That is just crazy. So Cosby's in a league of his own. But R. Kelly, nah. Bobby Brown, nah. He hasn't, he didn't have the longevity. He had the hits. He had the persona. He dubbed himself the king of R&B, but he didn't have the longevity. Michael Jackson, uh, come on, bro. We're not even going to talk because that's, that's different. Now, when you get into the newer acts, you're talking about Usher. You're talking about Chris Brown, Trey Songs. You know, that generation, right? The Dream, T-Pain. But I'm going to say the person who's made it out of that pack and is still relevant today is Chris Brown. That's it. Chris Brown is it. He is the king of R&B, at least for this generation. He could dance. He could sing. He could fight. He could play basketball. There's nothing Chris Brown can't do, bro. He could do a backflip on beat. I know you saw that March Madness clip where he does the backflip soon as the beat drop. Are you fucking insane? Yes, Chris Brown has more hits. Chris Brown has been around since I've been in high school, bro. That tells you something. Since my freshman year of high school, the summer before freshman year, that's when uh, Run It was popping, and then Yo, and then the song popping, and then when he, when he wanted to get on his grown man shit, Take You Down, and Never Could Say Goodbye, and uh, No Air with Jordan Spark. Like, come on, man. Come on, man. Kiss Kiss with T-Pain. Are you fucking insane? Wall to wall. No R&B artist has the range has the hits, has the classics, has the albums, has the... N- nobody's like Chris Brown, bro. Nobody. And a lot of people say, well, Miguel is... Well, nah, he's not. He's not. Miguel is there, but he's not on Chris Brown's level. You got a better chance to say Bruno Mars. And that's not even really R&B. It's kind of like a weird pop thing, what Bruno Mars does. But 
Miguel is kind of there if you're an R&B purist and then you don't you you just care about the the singing and all that. But I don't know, man. I don't hear too many people talking about Miguel. But Miguel, his claim to fame was that goddamn leg drop. That leg drop on off the stage. If you don't fuck remember that, go search YouTube. Search Miguel leg drop. He dropped his leg on the fan like he was goddamn Hulk Hogan. He tried to jump over a pit of people and he fell short. And then the girl's neck was between his leg and the corner of the stage. Like that shit was crazy. You know that he settled out because she sued and you didn't hear nothing else about it. So you know he settled out. Because soon as they played that shit in court, he already lost. He almost decapitated that bitch. He had his full force of his body. Full force of his body on her neck. Now, he probably could have made the jump, but he probably did his practice runs in like tennis shoes and and, and uh, sweats and a t-shirt. And he jumped it, you know, no problem. But when he was on stage, he had these tight ass pants on and he had these boots with a high heel. So it was like, of course, you're not making that jump, champ. Of course, you're not making it. But back to Chris Brown. Chris Brown is the king of R&B because he is still relevant. He just dropped the album. I think it was earlier this year, late last year. It was like 30, uh, it was 3,000 songs. He dropped the album that was 3,000 songs long and people listened to it. Trey Songs, he's kind of, Trey Songs is kind of one dimensional because you don't really hear dudes talking about him. He's more of a female favorite. Trey Songs is a female favorite. He's not a, he, Chris Brown, you could, you could hear, you know, he's, he's on both sides of the gender. Um, different ages fuck with Chris Brown Trey Songs. he's more of that late teens uh, in the 20s uh, pocket R&B cause he's talking about love songs and sex all the time and you know dudes kind of we, we ain't really feeling that we want to hear about you sing about the bitches and the clubs too and Chris Brown gives you both sides Trey Songs really doesn't right so he's out of that race and nobody else is there Usher you, know, you could say Usher but Usher been around since like 96 bro so he's not really this generation. And as far as King of R&B, he had maybe he had a couple of classics, bro. We're not going. We're not going to play Usher. Usher had Confessions. He had uh, the number. I think it was zero eight six two or eight six zero two something crazy. My way, Usher. He's there, but he didn't have the. He doesn't have the impact that Chris Brown had. Cause soon as Chris Brown came on the fucking scene with Run It. Are you insane? Every house party was playing that shit. Every pep rally was playing that shit. That shit was everywhere. It wasn't going away. And he hasn't went away since. He hasn't went away since. The Rihanna shit. They tried to box him out. But he's still there. Crazy. So my king of R&B, the dude who I think been holding it down for the longest of this generation since I was in fucking high school and I was a freshman, Chris Brown. Easy call. Easy call. If you think different, I don't know what the hell to tell you. You know, you got Bryson Tiller these days. You got Tory Lanez. You got, um, shit, who else? You got Daniel Caesar. You got a bunch of those type of guys. Um, they don't really sing, though. They don't hit notes. Chris Brown can hit notes. The nigga could rap. He could, come on, man. Come on. He could rap fast. You remember that song he did with Busta Rhymes? Nope. I forgot what it's called. But he's, he's, he's all-encompassing, bro. So Chris Brown is my king of R&B. Tell me yours if you can. I want to hear it. I want to hear it just to laugh because I know he's not going to be better than Chris Brown. But this is the Random Ignorance Podcast. I'm your host, Savage the Great. Peace.